to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Matt. You put the ribs in the oven at 200 degrees for four hours, and they fall off the bone. Your body is on your skeleton at 98 degrees for 70 years and nothing. Dr. Michael Baden on the paradox of meat. Wow. I mean, I, I, I yeah, you never think about that. <laughs> you know? Especially, I mean, especially when you put your own body, like... Wait, there's so much about that that's a little confusing to me. Okay. <laughs> so is he is he saying is he saying that like the the it's weird how the ribs on the human body don't fall off, but when you put the like, no the co- meat the meat doesn't fall off the bone despite the human body be, like being at ninety eight degrees for seventy years, but at two hundred degrees for four hours, ribs are fall rib meat is fall off the bone on the ribs because it's two hundred degrees. <laughs> Chris, I don't think you're going to get much more insightful information from a clickhole article. It's okay. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Okay, I, I was like, "Is this?" I'm trying to think if this is a reference to a TV show, <laughs> or I'm trying to think of like this this weird doctor thing, maybe part of the, administ- <laughs> the, the governmental fine. administration. I don't know. Um, Who knows at this point? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, welcome everyone to the virtual. Oh boys! Uh, thank you, Walsh. Thank you, Walsh, for sending me that to use. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, that's excellent. Um, so we are, uh, we are at three quarter point. The the the, the, the third quarter poll. I guess is the term. I don't know. Horse is it? It's like that's like a horse racing term, right? I, probably something like that. Yeah. Um, of the season, and and so that means we are. Everyone has four games remaining. We're all lined up. It's nice and sync, which is kind of crazy considering all the fucking shit that we've been through already with COVID. That everything has been is still perfectly lined up at after week thirteen. Yeah. Um So uh, we will recap those games in uh, just a moment. Uh, we will also uh, we'll have a, a segment talking about uh, you know teams that we think that are going to be irrelevant in December, but we'll. Uh, have big seasons next year um and uh we will also uh we will also pick our games as as per usual um so without any further ado let's talk about game of the week um and i never thought that this particular team would get featured (laughs) in game of the week i kind of felt like uh I, I kind of figured that if it was, it would be in a victory. And it could have still been if it weren't for Henry Ruggs and the Las Vegas Raiders uh, basically handing the Jets the W, uh, a theoretical W for their draft, but a uh, literal L on their record to add to their collection. Uh, as the Las Vegas Raiders went into New York and looked to be like about to lose to the mm-hmm. to the Jets, it looked really bad. They were the uh, Jets who haven't won a game up to this point. Yes, the the Jets, of course, winless. They were down. I, I believe they were down multiple scores at one point uh, to the Jets, and they the Jets scored a a what seemed to be a game winning. Uh, a touchdown i believe it was and it seemed like everything was going to go the way of the jets and then 
despite only having uh, like 20 seconds on the clock or less to try to march down the entire field, Derek Carr launches a bomb to Henry Ruggs. And by the way, should be noted that the defensive coverage of the Jets uh, had a big contribute was a big contribution to that Henry Ruggs touchdown as one guy covered Henry Ruggs and no one else uh, as he went down the field, caught the touchdown and uh, got the Raiders back on track after their blowout loss to the Falcons the previous week. What's your thoughts on this? I was looking at the game and you texting me to like, let me know to look at it. Cause, cause, cause unlike Chris who gets to watch every game at one time, I am a, <laughs> I am a peasant who only gets to watch the three games that the local cable gods decide that I get to watch. Um, <laughs> hey, happens sometimes. You, know, you, gotta, you gotta get uh, that red zone package. Yeah. Maybe someday. <laughs> I don't think is it is red zone direct TV. Uh, no, it, it's, is that it's, Comcast? It's, or is that just whoever? If you have NFL Network, you I think it comes with NFL Red Zone. Pretty I don't sure. think that's how that works. Is I have NFL Network. I, I it, it might it might be the it might be specific packages, but NFL yeah. Red Zone. There's there's two. You definitely you you definitely need to pay for it though. Yeah, there's there's two versions of Red Zone. There's a Directv version, and then there's an NFL Network version. They're two different like two different owners, two different hosts, uh, two different uh, programs completely essentially. Gotcha. Um, so I, I yeah, it may it may be something you have to pay for. I think it just came, yeah. I I think I had like a I, we might have a sports <laughs> package with our cable bill. Anyways, continue. True. Anyway, I was looking at the score and I was like, oh my god, they might actually win. And then I checked the final score and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. They still lost. I didn't know what had happened. <laughs> and then I got a Twitter because I was I was doing something else. I was I was busy working on something. Yeah. Then I got a Twitter. Saw that saw the implication that Greg Williams had. I I thought that Greg Williams had been fired on the spot, oh, based on was, how tw- based on how Twitter was reacting to what the <laughs> fuck happened at the end of that game. <laughs> yeah, and everyone everyone posting photoshopped pictures of Trevor Lawrence in a Jaguars uniform because of how much the Jets were about to blow getting the first overall pick, and then. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a surreal <laughs> sequence because mm-hmm. I think generally like at that point the game of the day which was uh browns titans was already out of hand the browns had that locked in uh so all the nation's attention basically turned to this jets game but at the same time the jaguars game because at the same time the jaguars were beating up on the vikings right and then they went to overtime (laughs) right right And, and and so and then the jaguars ended up blowing that as well but it was it was it felt like it it felt like the it was everything was in the Jets' favor because if the Jets won that game and the Jaguars won that game, well then the Jets they're are still good. They're still yeah, the Jets are locked in still at number one. Um, but uh, good luckily for them, almost I guess if you want to call it, they they blew it at the last second, <laughs> and and the Jet because then the Jaguars ended up losing it in overtime. Um, but my goodness gracious, it was. An absolute just <laughs> it was just it was just one of the like one of the moments that you're like you're just glad to have social media. Like I know some days <laughs> we're like, oh man, I I hate seeing this. It's always negative all the time on social media. And then there's just times where those good moments happen. This and you're shit like, happens. Oh god, that's some good meme image right there. I need <laughs> I need to, I need to inject it into my veins. I um but yeah, no, I if and and uh like uh Matt alluded to uh, the Greg Williams 
dis- not did not get fired on the spot. Although again, that would have been <laughs> incredible. Um, he got fired the next day. Um, and so the Jets will be moving forward uh, with a new defensive coordinator. Uh, and considering how much of a dick Greg Williams is, I'm not really that sad or anything. No, fuck, go. fuck that guy. He's not. <laughs> he he's a dick, and he's not good at his job. Yeah. I think I think there was a lot of like love poured his way uh, when he was the interim head coach a few years ago for the Browns. For the Browns, but um, but that's 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 a far gone. I I, I saw a tweet that 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 shared every record of a team that Greg Williams was with. Not a single. I think. I think the Browns seven, eight, and one was the highest record on that list. Well, he, I th- was it. He. I thought that he was on the Saints Super Bowl team. I thought that because that's how the bounty it, gate uh, happened. I thought. Yeah. Well, the, may, maybe he was on that team. I uh, in the in the past like X number of years or so. Yeah. I. I since I, that I, point, that it was, is it, you know that it, is was, before it was my sin- time. It was since bounty gate. It was since. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yep. yeah. That's that's why I was like, huh? I thought I I I thought that he did was. Uh, yeah, okay, I, I see it. Yeah, so he was he was on the on the Saints, but since then he's just been shit. Yeah, okay, just making yeah. sure. Um, yep. but anyways, I I um, I as for the Raiders in this whole thing, it did not give me any confidence for the team moving forward. No. <laughs> Like you needed a somewhat miracle to pull off the victory and against the Jets. Against the Jets. And you and like if the Jets if if Greg Williams made the right call and it, like at least got two or three people on Henry Ruggs, you probably don't win that game. So like you're you you should be thankful for the Jets too for blowing it. Um for getting and staying in this playoff race, but I uh, confidence has dwindled in for the uh, the people in uh, Tinseltown. Yep, uh, for sure. Um, moving forward here, the blowout of the week. Oh boy! And uh, a gar- a big old guarantee in the big spot on this one for Mister Matt here. The Patriots I... at the Chargers. So. I made that as a uh you know what I'll just I'll go with this. I'm pretty confident, but it could still go either way. Yeah. And I think I think it was even like the 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 chance to w- the API chance to win or wh- whatever was like, "Oh, they have a 51% chance to win." Yeah, no, it was it was tight. It was a, it was a, it was a tight it, and it then, was a tight before it and then And then 45 <laughs> to 0. <laughs> I'm glad the result happened. Don't get me wrong, but that is um that is the I believe the biggest score deficit of the season. I don't see how it isn't. I I yeah, I can't I can't think of another cuz cuz barely any teams score 45 points to begin with. Right. Right. So <laughs> yeah. That that has to be the biggest blowout. Um and I look I I went in that, that was one of our disagreements on on uh on Sunday, I I I was thinking again. My my thinking in this, I and I still do believe that the Chargers are talented. Yeah, but you I, should think that. But <laughs> when your special teams falls apart, and once again it goes back to coaching, and again Anthony Lynn's a nice guy. We've seen him on Hard Knocks. We've seen him. He seems like a very nice guy. Dude is not doing being a good coach for the Chargers, and no, and and, and the and the coaching staff has completely let the Chargers down. Um, not to say that the other part, not to say that the offense defense also fell apart for against the Patriots. They absolutely did. But it, it's, it is, 
a it is a big indictment right now on the Anthony Lynn coaching staff and the tenure that mm-hmm. you went into this game with everyone expecting it to be somewhat close and you and you it. you blew it you blew it in a big spot like you couldn't even stay in the game beyond the second quarter and the Patriots on the other hand um you know I think I think with the Patriots it's 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 interesting because I I am. When we started the season, I I kind of sat here and I was like, I I I want to root for this Patriots team in a way, because I like that it's different. I like that there's something new. But as the Patriots keep on finding success, I'm getting a little bit annoyed again, and I think <laughs> it I think it's just feelings that are going to be hard to drop for a little while. That's part of it, and I also just think, I I think the crux of it is I just I want this AFC East to to not be hindered by yet another patriots like you know coming in and, and showing showing off and, and 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 just shutting down the bills and dolphins out of any fun that we could have with this fucking playoff you know like uh-huh. a, 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 anything new with this division um so i think that's where i'm like i'm getting frustrated at the patriots being successful uh but scrappy group man they have a defense that's been playing a lot better compared to the yeah. rest of the season and totally. uh cam newton has not thrown a lot but has been kind of like the lamar jackson kind of throw, running around a lot um and it's working in his favor um, or as we would call it four years ago the kid doing the cam newton thing right doing the usual <laughs> cam newton thing that we would expect him to do um and uh and that's even without having like a lot of, still still not having a whole lot of you know support overall but there are people that are stepping up in the offense so yeah uh what what's your thoughts on the patriots right now uh i mean uh it's hard to tell against a team like the chargers i think i think they're they're gonna get a much bigger test against the rams this week sure who have been have been good but are another team that's had those moments where they just shit the bed yeah so i yeah tomorrow tomorrow night's gonna be interesting or yeah, tonight, I'm, if you're listening to this, right? Yeah, no, I'm 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 excited for that game because I it's a Super Bowl rematch. It's the first time these two teams are playing since the fifty third. Yeah, fifty. Yeah, fifty third. Yep, fifty third. Um, um, and I, I yeah, I, we, we will preview the game, but it is it's just it is going to be interesting, and I I I think I mean you're at a point though where like if you lose another game for the Patriots, like then then that is it probably for them and their their mm-hmm. their hopes that like if they want to get into like like you know they want to get in they, they want to get in I, I mean they still have to compete with uh cleveland is pretty much guaranteed to be in uh afc south gets a spot from there it's beating baltimore it's beating miami it's beating las vegas which you can do now right right <laughs> yeah I, I mean like a division's out of the question um unless the bills and dolphins just fall completely apart which i just i know dolphins have a tough schedule i think bills at least get one more win or two before the end of the season um they're playing really hot right now um mm-hmm. i i i think yeah i i think that if you're a wild card team in the afc you need to get uh you need to get to 10 wins and so if yeah you, if you if the patriots lose this game that is wild wow so <laughs> It's yeah no AFC AFC is the deep division the deep, it is. deep conference this year that is it is it is switched from when we started this podcast yeah because we would we, when we when we when we started not just not just VBB but when we started doing football stuff in general Chris and I our thing was just shitting on the AFC for not having good teams yeah 
consistently just just yeah. having like maybe like one team that was like all right that like would compete with the patriots and then you know it would always just be the patriots because it was we had that we had that huge gap of years where like i mean at, before the chiefs last year it was the patriots 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 constantly yep. making it to the super bowl and it's just like i what can what can what, what can anyone do to stop this <laughs> um yeah, so that it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. I, I'm excited for that. Uh, but we might have uh, two middling records of of uh, with the seventh seed in the and the NFC East being uh, in the NFC playoffs. It's True, gonna, it's it's gonna be brutal. Um, <laughs> and last but not least, we got a few chaos games this week. Oh but yeah, oh yeah, we did to showcase game. Uh, we'll, we'll pick this as our team chaos of the week. The Washington Football Team, Alex Smith. That defense, they pulled it out, and and the Steelers look like they're a little bit of a disarray after two tough games, one that they got through and won, but one that they fell short in. And uh, what what's your thoughts after Monday night? I think that the Steelers are actually facing some tough opponents now, mm. and not relying on their easy schedule to <laughs> remain undefeated. Uh, but c- congrats, big congrats to the Washington football team. They're playing out of their minds, and they should be happy with happy with what they did. If Alex Smith uh, had not already won Comeback Player of the Year, he certainly did in that game. Yes. No, yeah, I think that's a lock at this point. Yeah. There's, um, there's no other person it could go to except for Big Ben. Yeah. So my favorite, Big ben. <laughs> my favorite thing, and I texted you about it, my favorite thing <laughs> was that the preview for that game for Washington Steelers was that they were showing like this this side by side of the adversity that Alex Smith had to deal with and the adversity that Big Ben had to deal with, and it would just cut to like Alex Smith's entire leg being in a brace that he could barely walk, and we know that like he almost had an infection that killed him in that leg, literally and almost died. They literally Bad. almost died, and then yeah. they cut to Big Ben, and he has like this little bruise on his arm, and he's just saying, <laughs> and then you give, he has almost like a pain look on his face, like he's like a little kid that just fell off a fucking uh, <laughs> playground swing, and it's just like. And obviously, I know that the injury is tough. Obviously, he lose he lost his he lost his entire season because of it. But it just looking at what Alex Smith went through compared to Big Ben, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, let's 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 just try to interesting comparison made. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I I I'm just gonna do it anyway because I I want to talk I I, I want to talk about this team, the New York yeah. Giants. Uh came at what this was going to be our team chaos before Washington did what they did but the New York Giants out of nowhere uh came in to get went into Cent- uh well it used to be Century Lake now it's the the lube whatever the fuck lumen it's it, it's like lumen <laughs> and I I, I, I call it you, you, I, I was like it's not it doesn't have the same the link doesn't have the same uh or or, or the link uh uh, is like so superior compared to like whatever the nickname would be for this would be like the Lou, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, the Giants enter Seattle and kick their butt, uh, completely rattle Russell Wilson. Uh, the offense was all right, did what it had to do to kind of just move through the game, but the defense, I mean, holy fucking shit. I, this is shocking to me because I've been on the train as a Giants fan, having been on this fucking train of how horrid the defense has been. 
for the Giants over the last few years. And all of a sudden, these no-name guys are stepping up. And specifically, I, I'm so excited that Leonard Williams is kicking ass because I, I loved him from the moment that he was drafted. I thought that he had such a fun persona with being Big Cat, the big hair. And the fact that he was on the Jets, didn't really succeed on the Jets, now he's on the Giants and he's kicking ass every single week. Oh, man, that is... He he, and all the, all the Giants players, Jabril Peppers is playing out of his mind. I mean, that defense is excellent. It's it's not. I I I may be like a a top five defense. I don't. I'm not gonna necessarily call it number one, but it's enough where they're going to win games. Uh, that you won't expect them. That you wouldn't expect them to in the past. And they've won four in a row. And it's uh, it's incredible. Um. Yeah. Well, just it makes the, with the Giants and Washington football team playing as good as they have as of late. I'm very curious this, to see this division became exciting. Yeah, like I'm interested to see. Like I, I think it's going to be an interesting race down the stretch because yes, the Giants have the tiebreakers over the Washington football team. They swept them. Um, but I don't know. They both teams have a tough schedule. I, the Giants have Cardinals. Uh, Browns, Ravens, and Cowboys to finish off the year. Washington, on the other hand, has uh, San Francisco. Uh, well, excuse me, I'm I'm completely. I, I just lost the schedule I was reading. Oh, good. Now you're not going to load. Cool. Okay, there you go. <laughs> San Francisco, <laughs> San Francisco, then Seattle, then Carolina, then the Eagles. I I just look at that and I feel like the Washington might have the easier schedule, but if the Giants can get. I think that if the Giants get two more wins, if they if they if they you know win half their schedule of what's remaining, I think they win the division. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's actually competitive. It is between these two teams. Yeah. No. I mean, for at, sure. at this point, uh, Eagles are now one and a half games back. Cowboys are two right, games. I'd like back. to. I'd like to call an emergency meeting. Oh. Oh God. Okay. All right. Emergency meeting. Um, can we, um, can we, with do, our, did, did you do, did you do the, uh, the, the, the number pad by any chance? I want to make sure that you, you were standing there and I just want to make sure that you were doing the number pad. Cause it didn't seem like, it, it seemed like you did it really quickly and left. What? I got, <laughs> you, oh, if we you called it an emergency meeting, I just, I, I, oh, I, I, I'm yeah, just, I'm yeah, sure. yeah, I did. I did. Okay. I yeah. did. Okay. So emergency <laughs> meeting, we need the, I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> We need to we need to unbury the Vikings and put the Eagles in their place <laughs> to protect our to protect our integrity. But like, but the the graveyards should like got closed. You know, it's like it's like they like, they shut it down. They're like, all right, Halloween. We 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 had the we, they were like they they're like fro the grass is like frozen over for the winter. I don't know, man. I I, I want to. I, I I don't know. I mean, maybe we could break in. Maybe we could break, maybe we can break in. Break in at some point. But <laughs> the Vikings um, are curly. If the playoffs started today, the Vikings are in the playoffs, and we look like idiots. So, <laughs> um, well, here's what I'll say. I want to double down, and I'm just I, this is this is the only reason why I'm going to double down a little bit on this on this prediction. And and I, if you if you feel contested, I will get the the crowbar and break it to okay. the cemetery. All right, all right, all right. But they have the Bucks and Saints on their schedule still. Okay. Uh, which would bring them down to eight losses. Yes. On the year, 
if they lose those two games. They do have the Bears and Lions, so that could give them two wins. That could get them to 8-8. Eight and 8-8 eight. Eight and eight might be the seventh seed, uh, but if I'm looking at the other schedules, like I'm, let's look at San Francisco real quick. I, I, I'm looking at I'm looking at Arizona's. Arizona has to face uh, New York, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and L.A. again. Okay, so that's a little bit of a tough schedule. Yeah. Um, for for 49ers, it's Washington, the Cowboys, the Cardinals, and then the Seahawks. I don't know, man. I feel like it could. I feel like it could be San Francisco. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I it's tough. I I I'm with you. I'm with you because I don't think we have any debate about the Eagles. All right, fine. We'll break into the crowbar. We'll break. We'll, all right, we're we're in we're in the graveyard. We're on, we're gonna take out the Vikings. <laughs> we have we now have this hairy man we who's heavy breathing right now because <laughs> he was just in the grave for so long. We have a, a zombie Viking. Yeah, and now we're in that, and we're gonna just throw a dead eagle into the yep. into the grave. And all right, all right. So then, so then the <laughs> the the further the further edits that we've made here. So the Vikings have been saved, and the Eagles are back in <laughs> as of. Uh, I'm gonna make the note. It's as of December 9th. Just to make, just to, just to know that we that we, this was this was a log that went way beyond our time. <laughs> so we, so it's we fine. It's fine. <laughs> so we saved ourselves. All right. Congratulations, Vikings. All right. Um. All right. So let's move on to today's segment. So for those in the video game world, you may know that the Game Awards are tonight. I mean, when, of course, when this episode goes up, this will be on tonight. And the game that everyone will be talking about is Cyberpunk 2077, which has been in the works for what feels like a decade um, <laughs> and uh, is finally going to be coming out in December. Um, what? Just a you know, curious throw it out there. Quick conversation, quick, quick dialogue about cyberpunk. What do you think about it? <laughs> so, you know, the whole idea of like a cyberpunk aesthetic is to be, you know, futuristic and the whole like punk suffix on things is supposed to be like anti-establishment shit. Mm -hmm. That does not fit the vibe of this game whatsoever. They are using, they, they seem to be using the genre as a, uh, as a background rather than actually having the commentary that, that cyberpunk is known for. And my God, if you it, it, have you s seen the fucking uh, terms and services, I I saw some of it. If you would like to read it for the for the for the crowd, though, just just a little bit, <laughs> if you want, I'll read the first paragraph. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, number one about this agreement. No, you know what? I would read the age restriction one. So number two, age restrictions and content warning. This is cute. So the game's got this minimum age rating and qu quote minimum age rating end quote. Okay, so if ya. Y.A. Wanna get into Night City. I'm trying to, T-R-Y-N-A, keep a straight face here. And that was in uh, that was in dashes. Uh, you gotta be above that rating. Usually it's 18 plus, but say you live somewhere that says, and then it cuts off from the screenshot I have. But... <laughs> <laughs> that, that 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 kind of that sums it up, I think. You know, um, all the all of the yas and gadas I, I will that you say, are legally agreeing to. <laughs> I will say that, like, um, you know that there it's had a rocky life cycle. You know, obviously, you hear the crunch stories. You hear, you know, like they had an early on uh, transphobic moment that they since apologized for, and then they had, um, you know, and and now and now you have some of the reviews that are out now, and you have the, um. 
you know, seven out of ten written by someone uh, who uh, is now getting completely eviscerated. She just uh, because apparently people think that she quote didn't play the game. And now they're the, the cyberpunk fans are harassing her, even though it makes no fucking sense that they're cyberpunk <laughs> fans because no one has played the fucking game no outside of the person the that actually yet. reviewed the game. So. Uh, there's yeah. just a lot to to process well, about this. There's game. A, there's a lot to process. There's also like like from from what I could tell, the um, <clears throat> like uh like like I, and I don't know a ton about the genre. This is just from what I've heard and and sure. uh, the light that I, I I've experienced. Yeah. Um, the like the cyberpunk genre is a as a whole is a fantastic way to explore gender expression. Mm. In general, because it's like uh, part of it is like body modifications. Where like you're not just a person, you have a robotic arm, and that can lead to other body body augmentations that can help people better align with the with the gender they identify with. Right, right, right. And there's you can't really do that shit in cyberpunk, from what well, I've saw. Seen, yeah, so. I, I I mean th- th- there is like I think that I think that there's some minor things like um like I th- I think that you can I I don't know I I this is completely speaking from just reviews that I've seen. Uh, I think that there is some like can like you know gender expressive things that you could do regardless of like 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 that that could best suit where you are. But at the same time, like there's there's like the for the voice there's like a voice modifier part of the game where like when you're creating the character that I think is specifically designated male and female, and and that that's just kind of like I I mean I I that is that happens in so many games nowadays that I, that people are not doing the right thing by catching on to non-binary the non-binary people and helping them like be able to identify as you know non-binary in a game um but <laughs> it's it, it, it is just it, it's still just ridiculous but I, I again it's a fallout style game that people are gonna love and gonna be talking about and it's got yeah. enough good reviews where it it's, will... it's gonna be be, I, I'm I'm interested in seeing how it goes. I'm interested yeah, in I'm, seeing I'm, how I'm, it plays I'm sure, out. I'm sure I'm sure it will be a good game. I'm yeah. not trying to trying to argue against that. But it's yeah. just with with the genre that they could explore with, and with this gonna gonna be most people's introduction to a um uh this this going to be most people's introduction to the cyberpunk genre as a whole. It's not yeah. going to represent it as well as I think it could be. No, for sure, one hundred percent. I agree with that. <laughs> Um, and so, wait, regardless, so Cyberpunk, like I mentioned earlier, delayed it to all hell until it got to this, this point, till we, people are finally playing it, finally experiencing the game. Um, and I, I think for, there's a lot of NFL teams, uh, that are looking, that are sitting at the bottom of the, 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 you know, bottom of the league this year, that are also feeling like their, their hopes and dreams have been delayed a year. And so I want to talk about the teams that we feel are that are not going to be really talked about in December that we're not really going to mention a whole lot. We'll probably like pick when we go to pick their games, we're going to be like, eh, all right. So this playoff team that they're facing, we're going to pick them and forget about this December team. We don't even know who Mm -hmm. they are. Like, I want to talk about the teams that we think are going to have a really, really good 2021 um, compared to their really, really bad 2020. Um, And what do you, why don't you start us off here? Uh well there's a there's a team that I've been talking about this for literally the entire season. Yes. And you knew you knew I was going to start with this, right? I 100%. I kind <laughs> I kind of teed you up for it. Yeah. So the the Carolina Panthers this year 
Playing in a lot of close games, McCaffrey's been out with an injury for most of the season, which has sucked. They have a very young defense that has been um, that has been pr- pretty talented and has a lot of great parts. I think the 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 crazy draft only defense <laughs> this year uh, probably probably paid off and got some got some good good uh, good pieces with uh, Brown with uh, Gross uh, Gross Matus, um, mm-hmm. on that line, and then Jeremy Chin potential. Uh, a uh, potential droy. Yes, the droy. Yeah. Uh and give the offense one more um uh g- give the offense one more step forward, put Kirsten McCaffrey back in there. This this was a team that everyone thought Trevor could be on. At the <laughs> start are, of the year. We thought we thought that it could happen. Yeah. Yep. But no, Matt Matt Rules doing a great job with this team. He's really good at turning teams around. Uh Bridgewater's playing great in this offense. They have they have the wide receivers. They just need to get McCaffrey back in, maybe help that O line, and then just let the defense grow. And next year, they're gonna they they could be some young contenders. Yeah, I I think at this point, um, I I, I maybe maybe I'm wrong. I feel like they they are gonna rely on Teddy Bridgewater next year. I feel like they're he's their franchise quarterback. Am I wrong? Like I I, I no, I, I don't I, I don't see why he wouldn't be. Yeah, like I feel, I feel like they, I feel like a lot of people felt like Bridgewater was a bridge quarterback coming into this year, but based off of everything that we've seen, and he's he's played well enough where um, I, I think that they're going to give him another year to continue to grow under yeah. him. And and again, they have they have they're getting they have this some of the offensive talent. I mean, it's certainly Christian McCaffrey being the 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 star of it but all. Look but, at Robbie Anderson, and DJ Moore. Yeah, like that. Those guys are those guys are great, pretty... great wide receiver duo. You have Curtis Samuel yeah. who can do running back and wide receiver stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think at this <laughs> point, like the defense does has has its moments, um, but overall has been a disappointment. Uh, but that was kind of expected coming into this year. If they get some good defensive players, uh, you know, in addition to having the you know, the D Roy going into his second year with Jeremy Chin. I, I don't know. I, I think I think you have you have a good uh, is something you have a really good opportunity to not only compete for the playoffs, but hey, maybe even compete for the division because we don't know where the Saints will be, where the Bucks will be after next year. Kind of everything yeah. seems like to be building up uh, for both of those teams in in twenty twenty. Um, I, I'm going to go with another team that you that you like a lot. I'm going to go Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I would not have agreed with you on this one or picked it myself, but do I, do do continue. So so, I I think you look at the last how many weeks that they've been in playing games is awful as things have been for their season, uh, and with of course the exception of the Steelers game, they have competed hard in against the Chargers, Texans, Packers, Browns, and Vikings uh down the stretch here and every single game it just feels like despite having like weird guys at quarterback things are working out they have a lot of young studs on offense james robinson's been excellent levante uh, laviscus chanel is is been a pretty solid overall that seems like he's gonna be a star and they have a lot of young defensive players that i think going into next year are they going to be a playoff team Eh, we'll see but I think that if they get at least a number two overall pick and they draft like a Justin Fields as their quarterback or they do what they should be doing, 
which they should have been relying on Gardner Minshew still. And he's not like, and he's not a world beater, but he at least can play competent quarterback. They're not putting him in because they want, they seem like, it seems like they want to lose or they're just going to, you know, stick with Mike Glennon for whatever reason. Um, uh-huh. But I, I, I like the Jaguars. I think that like in terms of going beyond this year, like right now, how things stand, I think this is going to, this obviously the season, I think they're going to lose every, every game that's left. Oh yeah. But totally. I beyond this year, um, if they get in plus get a new coach, get a new GM, start new. Um, you don't have to sell anything. You have a bunch of young players that could really play well. Uh, and you don't have a ton of like, you know, money cut piled up on the cap right now. So mm-hmm. you could use that to really create an excellent environment for a rookie quarterback, um, with some gifted veterans coming off the free agent market. Yeah. All right, I'm going to name another one that might have been one of yours, but I want to throw out there. Go ahead, hit it. I'm going to say the Giants. Oh, all right. I, I that was not one of my. That's what I was not thinking that because I was thinking like, oh, maybe playoffs this year. But go ahead. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Could, could make playoffs this year. We are we are still talking them. That, but like, uh, actually, yeah. actually a good team, like in a, a non this year's NFC East position. Mm-hmm. Like. They they they've got us. They've had a really solid defense this year. Daniel Jones and Saquon have been out with an injury, so that's been kind of affect, uh, affecting their offensive talents. Yeah, but keep most of this defense together and have have Saquon in, have him healthy, and maybe get another weapon of some kind or O line help or whatever is needed. I I can I can see a world where they're more successful. Yeah, I I mean I I think I think the one thing that. I'm a little bit worried about with the success of the Giants is the fact that they might keep Dave Gettleman around. Um, and that's not to say that like the, their free agent acquisition has been solid. Their, their, uh, the trade for Larry Williams worked out for them right now. Um, uh, but I, 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 I think generally he's not drafted well. Like Andrew Thomas right now has not played very yeah. well for this team. With that said, I mean, you're right, though. I mean, I think that we are looking at a Giants team that is still, like, you still have their, your two stars that are young, and uh, Saquon being out for this entire year sucks, and we thought that that was just going to be the end right there um, for the for the Giants. But, uh, I, I mean, there, there's a chance that, like, you get him back and you have you get someone else that can play wide receiver, um you know, and you know, and, and, and explore other offensive line options too, because even <laughs> they, they, at, at times they've played well, but at times it's just not great. You know, it, just retool the offense a little bit, and yeah, they're going to be competitive. They 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 are going to be relevant, I think, in December for this year. Uh, but I I think that it that in terms of like oh they're gonna they're gonna get the four seed and then get blown out by like the Seahawks or whoever ends up being the five seed. Um, but I, I, I do, but I agree with you though. Like, I think that this, that what's happening right now is signs for a, a bright future. Um, potentially I, totally. I just, the G- GM is the only thing that's, I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Don't yeah. Love, <laughs> don't love Getty. Um, well, <laughs> it's me, Dave. It's, uh, me. <laughs> it's Dave. Um, I, I, if I could throw out a team that we just saw got, got, a bunch of a big old burger dropped on them uh in the chargers i i still like i said have a lot of faith in them and it starts with justin herbert i mean dude um you know beyond uh obviously like you know we, we 
there was so much talk going into the season about Joe Burrow being like this lights out star, and he he played well, but Herbert came in and he wowed people. Uh, he was a top ten quarterback for most of this season. Um, as of late, he struggled, but I I just I have so much faith in him. I have a lot of faith in this team, and I think I I think that I don't think Tom Telesco is gonna get fired. I think Anthony Lynn will. And if that's the case, you have like I don't think there's a job that's more attractive in terms than of the a Chargers. Win, yeah, the, in terms yeah. of a win now situation than the Chargers. <laughs> so I I think that they're gonna they're gonna just gonna kind of be another team that we're gonna see on the schedule, and we we'll, we won't care for them. We won't really care to pick them in games. But I I I think that I think that they're gonna shine it out big time when it all comes down to it um do you have anyone else that you have in mind uh i could say the Bengals. the Bengals are in i think a little worse position comparable to the chargers but not quite as good sure of a position um i mean burrow going out burrow's gonna be fine but him going out really uh really sunk uh sunk the sales for the team this year yeah, I, I I think that I I agree that they I think they could definitely see improvement next year. I I just there's I think there's too many questions from like like who the fuck is Zach Taylor? We like never talk about him, um, but he's the head coach, um, <laughs> and uh, we and the and like and even the ownership. I mean, we've known for years that the owner slash GM, um, for the Bengals has always been very conservative when it comes to signing big names and making good draft picks <laughs> and just <laughs> doing the job the general manager should do. Um so that's the only thing. I but I I think that having Burrow is a long goes a long way to just making life easier for everyone on Cincinnati, in Cincinnati and it, it could work out for them and uh, alone. I, I like other little names that I was just thinking about too like I think Falcons and Texans I mean those two teams were play were well not Falcons but the Falcons I think they always just keep on showing that they have something there um you know in, on the offensive front um and then nothing in the defensive front but like they 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 keep on being on enough impressive um, and the Texans just with Deshaun Watson, man, they, 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 if they could get someone good to coach, if they could get two for those two teams and they could get a solid head coach and a solid general manager, that's the key. I know it sounds obvious, but that's the mm-hmm. key. And then and it could work out for them. And I'll just say the Jets, as bad as it is, I think everyone's going to be talking about Trevor Lawrence this time next year. If he's in, <laughs> if he's in, if he's in a, a Jets uniform. I agree, and if Adam Gase is not the coach, that entire team is going to be better. No, I yeah. <laughs> if, if if they keep Adam Gase, everything goes out the fucking window. But if they get rid of Adam Gase, or that then we're then we're talking. Um, and I see the Cowboys and Eels here. Um, and I want to say that those two teams bounce back in some capacity, but I don't. I don't know, man. I, I, there is a part of me that just feels like they're heading into a rut. Eagles are heading into a rut with Carson Wentz, and the Cowboys are heading into a they're, rut. They're not even starting Carson Wentz this week. No, I know, yeah. I know. But the fact, the fact that he, they have, he's such a cap hit on that team, mm-hmm. and he's gonna end up being a backup quarterback. Like it's just insane. Um, like he, he is gonna hold down the team. And he's not even gonna be out on the field in terms of cap. Like it's crazy. <laughs> um, 
and then the Dallas Cowboys. My, I think that there's going to be the there's there's talent in Cal in Dallas, but I don't know. I I think this Mike McCarthy thing was a bad idea, man. <laughs> I would agree with you, and I pr- I'm pretty sure I said that in the moment that I thought it was a bad hire. Yeah, no, I yeah, no, I I I was a little bit more optimistic because I just figured. I figured that as a Super Bowl head coach, and that he seemed reformed, but I, I mean, you'll say anything in front of a camera to get you, and anyone to an owner to to get yourself, you know, a paycheck. So I, I'm with you. I, I'm with you now. I, I I there's just something about him that just does not that's just not doing it. He's just consistently been a terribly coached team. He's put out a terribly coached team. Um, mm-hmm. I have a, I have one more question for you before we uh, move on is to the this, picks. Is this the one that you're springing on me? Uh, yeah, I was, I was teasing this <laughs> a little bit prior yep. to the podcast. Who is the Keanu Reeves of the NFL? This was related to Cyberpunk, by the way. Yeah, just, I don't know if I know. It. I don't know if I know about enough about Keanu Reeves. <laughs> to answer oh, this question so so, so he, here's here's so, what i i don't know enough about keanu reeves either so this yeah. is just throwing it out there my thing is that keanu reeves has become this cultural icon that everyone just sees him and they're like oh my god oh my god we need to he he's like the best he's the chillest dude he's really good like he's really good at what he does he's a great actor we love seeing him at things he'll come out and point at a fan and say you're beautiful you know like he's a beloved yeah. icon and so it's kind of like i'm kind of working off of those like i'm just curious if you if if you have someone that you could think All of right. in that sense i'm going to i'm going to go with that but also also try to pick someone who's been around for a long time sure just because Keanu's been around for a long time, and I think my answer is Drew Brees. Okay, okay, interesting. I yeah. I, I I was thinking along the same lines. I'm th- I'm thinking, and in... <sighs> it's tough because we know that he has like his his private life uh, has been kind of like exposed as being like he's like his brother hates him, his family hates him, or whatever. But I, I feel like Aaron Rodgers has those vibes, man. Like I feel like he he has like those like he's super laid back, such a weird has such a weird mind. If you listen to him on podcasts, he just goes on about like for an hour about dreams. Uh, <laughs> but he's also like an MVP candidate this year. Yeah, and he's just incredible at what he's doing. But I I like the Drew Brees one. What 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 makes you what made you say that about Drew Brees? Because like, because he's like he he's always been one of those like oh it's oh it's Drew Brees love that guy. Yeah, kind yeah. of, kind of deal. Mainly that. Also, Keanu's yeah. been around for a long time. Drew Brees yeah. hasn't been around since the '90s, but it's almost felt like it. No, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I feel like you have to go with someone that's like up there. Yeah, you know that that it's up there in age. It's it, it's certainly like I, I I like that neither of us chose Tom Brady because I feel oh, yeah. like I I not to you know Tom Brady's who who he is, but he's never been like the most like I don't know. He's he's shown it more in recent years, but before it, he just didn't seem like a very down to earth quarterback, (laughs) (laughs) and he just was very like you know very Patriots way esque uh, up until he got Twitter. I inject my body with plants. (laughs) That's Um, my Brady impression, I guess. Yeah, I'll I'll take it. I'll 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 uh, I'll I'll chalk that one up for as a success. Um, yeah. No, just curious. Let us know who you think the Keanu Reeves of the NFL is. Yeah. Um, At Virtual Ball Boys on Twitter. 
Yes. You hear my voice say it at the end of every episode. Yeah. You, don't you guys know where we're at by now? God damn. <laughs> Who are you guys? You guys are not true fans. <laughs> Did you know that yes. in my in my Doc of Shame outro, that was still when my voice was really hurting? So you could hear you could hear how like scratchy my voice is when I say Doc. Oh, uh, no, but I, not I, for the rest of it. It's like the Doc of Shame is brought to you by Team Chaos Productions, and then for oh, the rest of it, it's fine. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think I know what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't think about. I didn't think that that way. I I just figured it was just a fun way of saying Doc. The Doc <laughs> of Shame. <laughs> just a fucking like Big Brother esque yeah. announcer voice. Um. All right. Before we get to the picks, it's time for our Super Tackle Bros playoff preview um by any chance do you have the link to the playoffs <laughs> sure <laughs> i don't know why um, i don't know why i sound upset about that <laughs> i just i for whatever reason i just forgot to have it available okay <laughs> all right so we're gonna start at the top here it's gonna be the afc yep. uh uh okay billy buffalo billy buffalo is up first uh, Billy yes. Buffalo hasn't made. Oh, actually, before we get no, to actually the scenarios, we, we have some got births. In. We got we got some births here. All right. First yeah. things first, the New Orleans Saints. They got uh, Sir Gumbo. Um, or, or excuse me, fuck. Hold on. <laughs> Gumbo and Chin Man. And Chin Man, <laughs> Gumbo and Chin Man. I, you know what? They should have fucking <laughs> named it that. I like that a lot. Um, Sir Saints or Mr. Saints? Yeah, it's Sir Saint and Gumbo. Sir Saint and Gumbo. So Sir Saint and Gumbo, they're gonna. I, I think my, my intent for that is going to have them be. I, I think I'm gonna have them compete against each other to get to be the one to represent the Saints. So we'll we'll pick we'll pick a uh, a Smash character for each of those, and we'll and we'll cool. do this we'll do this like week seventeen or something when we we'll, something we, like that when we when we pick the assign a Smash character to a mascot, uh, and on top of that. Casey Wolf also is in the, is has earned a berth into Super Tackle Bros yeah. as well. The crazy crazy wolf um is now in. So anyways, Billy Buffalo, what's he got to do to get in? So, in order for Billy Buffalo to get in, uh Buffalo needs to win and then Baltimore, Miami, Las Vegas and New England all need to lose. That's how tight this fucking conference is. Yep. You still need all those scenarios to happen. I have to remember where we're at. So it would be Baltimore has to lose to Cleveland. Miami has to lose to the Chiefs. Las yep. Vegas has to lose to the Colts. And New England has to lose to the Rips. You know what? It could happen. It could it happen. It could happen. That's not, it that's absolutely not crazy. could happen. That's not crazy. All right. Uh, Casey Wolf now he wants to get home field advantage. What does the Kansas City Chiefs have to do to win the AFC West? All right. To, get, to win the AFC West, all they need to do is win or have the Raiders lose. But again... Very, very possible. Very not likely. likely. Yep. Um, all right. Steely, Steely McBeam has been waiting for too long. What's what the Steelers got to do to get in? For uh, the Steelers to get in, they need to win or the Raiders, Miami, or Tennessee need to lose. Any one of those teams lose or Pittsburgh wins, they get in. They can also win the AFC North if they win and Cleveland loses. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, the next team we're going to talk about, uh, sad news. They don't have a mascot, but you know what? We'll make one. 
We did. We 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 made a mascot last year. Holy fuck, we made a mascot last Hold- year. What the fuck was its name? Oh, for the the cheese oh. shit. Yes. Fuck. I forget. I forget what what we did. There was there, we talked about a cheese man, like a gross cheese man being the fucking ah oh, god. All right, free, read the playoff scenarios and I'll find it. Okay, <laughs> I I really hope you can find it. Um, <laughs> I, I I will. I think I did it in the title. All right, so uh, the they win the division if they win and Minnesota loses. Okay, they can get in the playoffs if they win, and either. Arizona, Los Angeles, or Seattle loses. If any of those teams lose and Green Bay wins, they they get in the playoffs. You know, I think it might be a typo, but it actually says if Green Bay wins and Seattle wins, then the Green Bay Packers are in, which is very interesting. I don't know how. Oh, you know what? No, because Seattle Seattle is uh, in the division lead, so it would mean who's Seattle playing? They're playing New York. That doesn't matter. Um. Packers are playing the that that might be a typo, but it might also be just uh the relationship strength. to either strength of schedule or relationship to Arizona and Los Angeles. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Um. Uh. The cheese monster is what we called them. The cheese monster. Yes. <laughs> so the cheese monster, the theoretical cheese monster that we have no idea what the fuck it is. <laughs> that's that's gonna who represents the Green Bay Green Packers. Bay. In in this in the Smash Bros tournament, uh, and last but not least, uh, our Saints duo is already in, but uh, the Saints could do a little bit more this week. So the Saints to win the division title, pretty simple. They need to win, or Tampa Bay needs to lose, or both teams tie. That's just an interesting fact. I don't usually go over the ties, but I th- I think it's funny that if both of them tie, New Orleans wins. Yeah, uh, I the the Saints have the Eagles, so that's yeah, that's I think that's locked in there. Uh, Tampa, who the fuck is Tampa playing? I forget this last second. They're playing Minnesota. Mm, I guess it could happen. Could happen. It could maybe. Um, New Orleans is playing Philly though, so yeah, there you go, locked it in. All right, that's your your super tackle bros preview. All right, yep. Uh, let's go over the picks. Uh, would you like to read the picks this time? Yes. Uh, so this week I went, um, uh, or last week I went twelve and three. Got my chaos right. Got my lock right. So uh, I get I w- went ten points total on the week, and I'm sitting at forty nine points. Uh, Chris, uh, oh, I was just looking at my things. Thank you for sending me yours. Yes. Uh, cr- Chris <laughs> this week, um, went eleven and four with seven points. Uh, is has a negative two modifier overall. However, since he uh since he lost his guarantee this week, um, uh, and is yeah. sitting at forty five points. So we are we are one pick away record wise, but four points away points wise. So it's very close. It is very close. But you you got some cushion on me this week. Uh, I did. I will say though, I'm so. It- insanely happy that i got like a crazy chaos rate for once oh that was that it, it was took fantastic a while. it took it took a while for a good chaos to come through like like you get chaos is right and you're like okay good but like when a really crazy chaos kind of works out in your favor it's just like ah that feels good it feels good um but uh no i it, it's it look it's looking close right now and i'm excited to see what happens let's go to the week 14 games new england patriots at los angeles rams 
the Patriots coming off the huge, massive dunked on win over the Chargers. The Rams coming off a nice win over the Cardinals. What do you think is going to happen here? So, I'm debating if I want this to be my chaos or if I want a different one to be my chaos. Um, because LA is a very good team. They have been playing well against good teams, but they are, uh, and Jared Goff, uh, in particular, just have a tendency to sometimes get fucked up. Yes. Yes, indeed. And this is definitely one of those, one of those times where the Patriots this year have been more consistent recently. And I think could pull out a victory. I'm going to use my chaos on the Patriots. I think. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not gonna go with you on that. I'm gonna stick with the Rams. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's very possible that the Patriots win. Um, I think the reasoning I'm gonna pick is that they, the Patriots, have gotten a chance to stay over uh, in Los Angeles this time, so it's not like they have a huge travel element to it. But I, I just think that the Patriots' offense. As well as as it's working right now, I think is due for some stoppage by I think the strength of the Rams, which is their really solid defense, and with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald there, I think that they take care of business and get the job done. God, it's this one's hard. I know it's a hard <laughs> one. Say, I you want I I think I you 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 should stand your ground, but I I understand if you want to want to change it. You know what? We're going to when we get to my other one after we discuss that game. I'll see if I want to change it. Or not. Okay. All right. Sounds good. To my Sounds other good. option. Okay. All right. Uh, Next up, why do I always get stuck with the Bears? <laughs> it sinks up. Sinks yep. up that way. So Houston Texans at the Chicago Bears. Remember when the Bears were five and one? I don't. Uh, they're five and seven now. <laughs> Houston Texans coming off of a loss to the Colts. Uh, this matchup is in Chicago. How do you think it's going to go? Um, do you think like the good the good juice of the Bears like got brought over to the Giants through our podcast? I'm gonna I'm gonna there, I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give credit that the Giant that the Giants are winning because of me uh, this because podcast. of you. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay, that's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> uh, thank God I'm not saying that they're losing because of you because <laughs> that would be very rude. Um, the the no, I I think. It's going to just continue to go that way. I think the Bears are horribly coached, coached right now. Yep. Their defense can play well for the first few quarters and then lose it. Because um, they're always on the goddamn field and get tired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And then, and then that, yeah, right, brings it to the offense where this just is nothing. And I. There's nothing. I like I like Deshaun Watson. They had a little bit of a rough game against the Colts, but this is not the Colts they're facing. So I'm gonna go Texans. Texans, easy, not my lock, but easy pick. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Uh, next up, the Dallas Cowboys at Cincinnati Bengals. The Cowboys are a uh, mess, uh, but so are the Bengals. What do you have? What do you, what do you think of this game? <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with the Cowboys, yeah. and that's mostly because the Cowboys didn't have uh, anyone cause a fight last week. Mm. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. I forgot about that. Honestly. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I that was that was that was really the only eventful thing about that game. I I think I think the Cowboys do it as well. I. Um, that is not a confident pick because I do think both teams are just 
rubbish looking, but I think the Cowboys under Andy Dalton have seen more competitive days compared to the yeah. Brandon Allen of the Bengals. So that's that's where I'm going to base my pick on. All right. Next up, Denver Broncos at Carolina Panthers. Each team is four and eight, but it feels like a very different four and eight for each team. Mm-hmm. Department of redundancy department. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I, cause I, this is, this is, this is a tougher game to pick. Cause I can see where the Broncos with the defense playing the way they did last week, maybe stepping up in this game, taking down the Panthers. If Christian McCaffrey doesn't play, but I put a lot of stock in East coast teams, beating a West coast team at one o'clock and I think that the Panthers have what it takes to beat the Broncos in this game. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Panthers in this one. I'm going with the Panthers as well. A lot of the same reasons. I think uh, getting Christian McCaffrey back is gonna be a huge boost to this offense. So yeah, yeah. And even if, again, I, I, there is there was a report that he has a new quad injury. Um, Fucking hell. So <laughs> there, there. So that's that's why I was like, I, I don't know if he'll play. But good thing I'm on bye week for fantasy. <laughs> yeah, but if he. Um, the good, the good thing though is that I, I, I still think that the ta- team is talented on the offensive side. That I think, and I think is better coached overall than the Broncos. That I think that they take care of in this. Uh, All right. Next up, the Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Tennessee Titans, of course, uh, coming off of the their loss against the big time loss against the Browns, uh, but they have an easy schedule ahead. First opponent, the Jaguars. What do you think? Titans. Give me the tight ends. <laughs> What's next? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs at Miami Dolphins. Kansas City uh, proving that they're the best team in the league. Take on the Miami Dolphins, who are still trying to prove themselves um, and uh, rem- keep their spot in the playoffs. How do you think this game is going to go? I wanted to pick the Dolphins, man. It just felt like I, 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 I've wanted to real badly. Um, they haven't really given me any show-out performances as of late the Dolphins, and I know that the there's a lot of commentary about how the Chiefs played on Sunday night. I think that just division games end up playing out like that. I still have faith in the Chiefs. I like their offense. I'm going with the Chiefs. Absolutely. Chiefs are uh, going to be really hard to beat at any point this year. I'm surprised that the Raiders were the ones who did it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, next up, the Minnesota Vikings at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers coming off of a bye. The Vikings coming off of the barely win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. What do you think is going to happen? I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. I still think the the Buccaneers are the better team here. They have a great defense. And, I mean, the Vikings almost lost to the Jaguars. So, yeah. Tampa yeah. Bay. Yeah, I, I, I think I think that's really the crux of it. Kirk, Kirk Cousins still, you know, is having a relatively good season, and so is Dalvin Cook. Obviously, Dalvin Cook obviously is playing an amazing season, but I, I think the one thing that I, I think bye weeks is going to play a big factor, and I think the defense of the Bucks is going to play a factor here. So I'm going Bucks. Yep. Cool. Next up, the Arizona Cardinals uh, travel to New York to take on the New York Giants. Cardinals coming off of a tough loss to the Rams. Giants coming off of a surprise win against the Eagles. Is this going to change? Is this uh, or the Seahawks? Is this going to change anything to you? I think it does. Um, if you look at the Cardinals as of late, and they're favored in this game, by the way. Yep. Yep. 
But the Cardinals are sitting here having lost four of their last five games. And one of those wins was the Hail Mary. The, the, the one win was the Hail Mary. Yep. Uh, they've lost. So to me, it's like they lost five straight, but they got the, the lucky win. Um, and it's against those are against good teams. But I think the Giants have gotten to the point where they're a decent team. And I think their defense is good. And then again, the West Coast versus East Coast. The East, the Giants being on the East and having the Cardinals come to them, I think is going to play a huge factor. And because the fact the Cardinals are favored in this game, this is the only reason that I'm doing this, as I'm Team Chaos in the Giants. This was going to be my other potential Team Chaos. <laughs> if you want to jump on, I'm, I'm going for the ride. I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm never confident in the Giants, so. No, I'm me either. But I'm, I, 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 I think the Giants could absolutely blow this game. But I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going off of the. I'm just. I'm riding the momentum. My blue. My blue. I'll, wave, I'll, I'll ride as the. You will. <laughs> I'll ride the G-Men with you, I guess. <laughs> okay. So that, does that mean you're going to go back to the Rams? Uh, yes, I will change my pick to the Rams. Okay. Okay. So then. Uh, does that mean we haven't disagreed on anything? I don't think we've disagreed yet. Which <laughs> that's is that's fine. That's which fine. is my strategy. No, <laughs> no, that's fine. It's fine. I, I, I'm done. Hey, I, if we could have weeks like this, I, I I'm chill. I'm, I'm, I, 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 I like when we, when we It's when my we... strategy to not, not get behind you. <laughs> Just pick like exactly like... the same as you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, the Indianapolis Colts at Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, could be an intriguing game. The Colts coming off. Of the win over the Texans, Raiders coming off of the miracle win over the winless Jets. What do you think is going to happen? I need to see more from the Raiders to put my faith in them again. I'm going to pick the Colts. I will also pick the Colts. I am not. Cool. I am. I am not in the. Uh, I am not in on board with what the Raiders have been doing as <laughs> late. Uh, I, I mean that, again. I, this is the Raiders. They have the pieces to be good. We've seen it. It's just as of late, you've let everyone down, and so I think the Colts have just been playing better football lately. So I'm going Colts. All right. Let's see. Next up, we have the New York Jets at the Seattle Seahawks. Speaking of that Jets game, yes. Uh, they're facing the Seahawks now, who just lost to another New York team. Is history going to repeat twice? No. <laughs> no, God no. I I mean, unless the Jets, unless the new Jets defensive coordinator is as good as the Giants defensive coordinator, I I I'm not expecting it. Unless, oh God, imagine this is some fucked up scenario where there's a coaching change and the coach the fucking <laughs> coaching change wins the day. Fuck me on the ass. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not buying in. See, ya, it's gonna be Seahawks. It has to be head coach that changes. That's the, that's that's the rule. <laughs> yep. Seahawks as well. <laughs> Next up, the Atlanta Falcons at Los Angeles Chargers. Uh the oh god. So these are the two teams that are the most chaos prone uh to having horrible losses done to either <laughs> of these and they're finally facing each other so the it's basically the the SoFi stadium that has been built's going to explode next on Sunday. <laughs> um but uh, I mean What's going to happen in the game between uh, the Atlanta Falcons team, who are maybe a little bit more hot than the Chargers, but a Chargers team that, I don't know, could bring chaos on Atlanta? I did not register that the Falcons played last week, and I watched part of their game. 
<laughs> they existed. They're they there. They existed. They're <laughs> talk there. About, talk about relevant teams in December. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with the Falcons. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm I'm also going Falcons because I, I I I after what I saw last week, I'm just like, eh, probably Raheem Morris is a better co- coach than Anthony Lynn at this point. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I'm at. So going to Falcons. Um, Green Bay Packers against the Detroit Lions. Uh, Lions coming off of a. Did Did you see the end of the Lions game? Lions Bears game. Yeah, I, I saw parts of it. <laughs> it was something. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to have that luck against the Packers again. What do you think? I don't think they're going to have the same luck. No, nope. I'm not. I'm not on board with that. But. It just—it's kind of. I will say though, the Bears Lions rivalry uh, might be a sneaky underrated uh, divisional rivalry this year, considering that both games that they played had ended in, in epic comebacks by the winning team. Yeah. So, uh, you know, pretty solid overall uh, overall games there. But no, I'm I'm going Packers as well. All right. New Orleans Saints. No, I don't. Wait, I don't yeah. do this one. You do this one. I'm picking I, the Packers. Yeah, I think you forgot yep. to pick the Packers. Yep, I forgot to pick the Packers. <laughs> I'm picking the Packers. <laughs> there you go. New Orleans Saints at Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Saints are just riding high, man. They have not lost since September, I think, or like if anything, the first week of October. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, yeah, September. It's been that <laughs> long since they've wow. they've they've uh, lost a game. Uh, and uh, they're riding high with Taysom Hill or Drew Brees. Drew Brees might play this week. I'm not too sure. But speaking of quarterback changes, Jalen Hurts is going to be starting for the Philadelphia Eagles uh, after Carson Wentz was benched on Sunday. What do you think is going to happen here? I think that the Eagles are going to have a better time than they would with Wentz, but still not a good time. I'm going with the Saints. Yeah. They, they, I, I'm going, I'm going Saints too. Uh, I was, I was just thinking of the jokes I've seen on Twitter. Like they, they've, they went so hard that it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something like, like that. They're trying. Uh, they're trying. Yeah. They, they're doing their best, but the Saints are going to take care of them on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Next up, Washington football team coming off of their, uh, their dethroning of the Steelers. Take on the San Francisco 49ers, uh, who, who have the same record as them. Could make a late playoff push. Not totally sure. What do you think? Yeah, this was probably the hardest game I had to pick this week. Mm. I, um, you know, San Francisco did not look good against the Bills on Monday, uh, and Washington looked good. I, I, but, I'm going to give this one to San Fran. I'm not confident about it. I just, I like, I, I like Kyle Shanahan a little bit more as a coach than Ron Rivera. I think the defense, I, I, I think that the 49ers could bounce back from a loss a little bit more. I think the Washington football team who are playing on a little bit more of a short week um, might ride this high a little bit. Uh, too much, and then lose to lose this game. Plus, they have to go from east to west, traveling times, all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go San Fran. I'm actually gonna go Washington. All right, sounds good. Yeah, kind of a kind of a similar thing, but I I I like what I like what Washington is doing. I think that they can maybe do it again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, 
Not yeah. much else. Not much other reason for that. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm completely. I, I think that it, it's a tough game. It's a tough game to pick for sure. Absolutely. Uh, next up, the Sunday night football game: Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. One of the biggest matchups of the year, um, and probably the biggest matchup in centralized in the AFC for the rest of uh, the 2020 regular season. Um. Bills coming off a big win over the 49ers. Steelers coming off of the loss. Both teams had a short week to prepare for this game. What do you think is going to happen? So I've noticed that neither of us have used our guarantee yet mm. with these last two games that are very important. So now I'm just curious uh, which one you are, um, which one you are going to guarantee. Sure. Um, I'm going to guarantee this one. Um, The Steelers have to face a good team now. The Bills fucking floored San Francisco. And while I don't think that uh, Pittsburgh is as bad as San Francisco, I have a lot of confidence in the Bills, a lot of confidence in in Josh Allen. He's going to do well in this game. Steelers defense is a little bit beat up. I'm guaranteeing the Bills. Very nice. And ladies and gentlemen, for the first time this season, of virtual ball boys. It's going to be a guarantee off. Oh. Oh, baby. I am going to guarantee the Steelers in this one. And I, he, he, my reasoning is that I think there's a little too much bad press on the Steelers over the last two weeks. Now, granted, they were awful looking in both of those games. But I think... Part of that needs to be blamed on the fact that things have been rearranged on them to no fault of their own um, over and over again. And it completely screwed up maybe like the, the vibe that, you know, the usual groove that they're usually on. I still love the Steelers defense. And I know that Bud Dupree is a big loss and I know that's not going to be replaced. But I just think that Buffalo has at times when they have like a really good defense that they have to face like the Rams defense. They can play well against them and they did win that game eventually with against the Rams. But I do think that there's going to be a little bit pressure on them in this, in a mate in a big time mat, uh, spot here against a, a team that has a better record than them. And I'm just, I want, I want the bills to win, but I'm picking guaranteeing the Steelers and uh, I, I, cause I just, I just think that they, the Steelers are going to bounce back in this game. I think they're too good of a team to lose two in a row. So that's yeah. what I think. All right. This will be, this will be fun. Yes, it was first, first time, first time this season that we've had a guarantee off like this. Yep. Um, I, I don't think it's even remotely possible to have a team chaos off. No, because because uh, <laughs> of what what constitutes team chaos for us. Um, but uh, that's that's basically we have, the we can have super fuckos and we have guarantee offs. But yeah, this is the set. This is the second tier almost. Yep. Although although it's more costly than a super fucko on both sides. So right, it's yeah. It's a this is a, this is our biggest matchup of the year. In in other words, uh, Monday Night Football: Baltimore Ravens versus the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland has a winning season for the first time almost in their existence since <laughs> the year 2000. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, versus the Baltimore Ravens, who kind of need to win this game in order to maintain relevance. Yeah. 
this is a big one. This is this is a big one. I I almost uh I almost team chaos the Ravens, but then I saw that they were favored in this game. Go figure. Um, yeah. I um I'm gonna stick with the Ravens. I really? I yeah, and I think the reason for this is if you look at the schedule that the Browns have played to this point, it's either they played easy teams or easy defenses, and I think that. I, I got a little hyped up about the Titans last week, and I think I forgot how poor the defense for the Titans was. And I was just hoping that they, that something would happen to the Titans would work. It would work out for them. Um, the Ravens have a good defense, and I, I the Browns do too. And I think that they have a the Browns have a shot here of shutting down the Ravens. But I I I think the way that that the the way that the Browns played against them in week one, I just feel like there's an indication there that it could be bad news for the Cleveland. They have a good shot, but I'm going to go with Ravens. So on a week where we have agreed with everything, we end our last three with three disagreements. <laughs> yeah, essentially. There you <laughs> go. Including a guarantee off. So yeah, it's going to be chill for the entire time. And then we get to Sunday afternoon and Monday night. And it's just, it is war. <laughs> I'm going with the Browns. I think they're yeah. they're really solid, and they have more of an identity of the uh, uh, than the Ravens do right now. Sure. Um, the Cowboys game was a little bit of a get right for the Ravens, but it was the Cowboys, so I don't want to put mm-hmm. a ton of stock in that. Um, sure. And overall, I just think that uh, I, I I like what the Browns are doing, and think that the Browns can overcome a uh, a, a, a Ravens defense in the right situation, and they're in Cleveland, so that can help too. Yeah, I think with the exception of the Washington 49ers game, I'm going to be rooting for you to win the Bills and Browns. Wins. I, want, <laughs> I want, I want, I want, I would prefer the Bills and Browns keep winning yeah. to lock it up their, uh, lock up their playoff spots. Um, you know, let's get or get close to locking up their playoff spots. Um, just to see, you know, teams that are relatively newer to the scene. Um, uh, but the only reason I'm rooting uh, against Washington is because I, I I want the Giants to to you know put the I, I need I need the Giants to stiff arm the Washington football team for a little bit longer you know <laughs> keep, keep their division lead yeah um, I get you but uh yeah it, it yes yeah, so that yeah that was that was a rush near the end there um but three disagreements none of which involve our guarant- our, our team chaos since we agreed on the team chaos. Uh, this week, uh, but a big guarantee. So, so we have both put a guarantee on one game, and we both put a team chaos on one game. And but we had the disagreement was with the Steelers, Steelers and Bills. Yeah, and the guarantee, and the guarantee. Yeah, that's gonna be wild. I'm excited about that. All right, we will be back next week. Yeah, uh, you know, same time, same place. Uh, I'll tell you guys a little bit about. Um, some we got we got a big event this weekend i'll be telling you guys about after the fact uh that i'm very excited, excited for it i won't be I, there but i'm very excited for it yeah and i'm 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 preparing for um and i'm wrapping up finals and it's all coming up chris right now um but um you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what next week next week holds uh I, i'm excited i'm just excited that we're in the final stretch here and we'll see what other you know hope you know cross your fingers nothing bad happens um you know nothing more bad happens that causes schedule changes um but we're we're looking good right now it's gonna be fun uh yeah any any final words 
Um, don't forget to uh, don't forget to take the meat off your bones. <laughs> it's just imagine nice imagine if you forgot the start of the podcast, how scared you would be. <laughs> Thank you all so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. Good night and good ball. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods. Oh,